Hello, 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 everyone. This is Hannah Cavanaugh speaking, and welcome to yet another awesome episode of Tea for Three, Whoa. the end of the year edition. Um, and first, <laughs> and, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> Wait, Hannah, I think it's peaking. Uh, Wait, pumpkin, what happened? What, I think po- it's peaking. It's what's peaking po- for me? Okay, what's let me turn mine down. I mean, the Mario. Okay, Mario I, think that's, I think that's Yoshi. better for me. Yeah. All right, so um, thank you so much for tuning in, guys, and then thank you so much for listening throughout this whole year. This has been a wonderful year for T for Three. I'm so happy for all of you to be tuning in with me today. Um, And actually, to celebrate, I brought back two recurring guests onto the show. Yeah, one of one of High the worst. School, oh, yeah, one of the worst and one no. of the best. No, yeah, both of the best. Both Tara of the always best. talks about how on the episode I sounded like Marlon off Brando. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, we're yeah, alumnuses. Yeah, yeah. We're alumnuses. Al- <laughs> so all three of us are alumni at a Fiorello H. LaGuardia High School for the Performing Arts. We were all drama majors. But before we get to that, I'm actually going to introduce these two amazing people that are here today. So first and foremost, I'm going to this this awesome man. Is, he's a classical guitar major, uh, Bob Dylan, <laughs> Bob Dylan incarnate, Marlon off Brando. Um, uh. I'd love to get <laughs> and the birthday boy because he turned nineteen yesterday. Ooh. I'd love to give a warm welcome to Dylan, Thank Grayson, you. Todd, so Clark, Hartnett, Marshall. Yeah, there's Jermaine somewhere in the <laughs> names as well. Thank you for the warm welcome. Yeah, man. would you mind moving a wee bit closer so we could hear you? Yeah, I appreciate um. Hey, Appreciate being are. on here. Nice. Thanks for coming back on. I'm exciting. All right. And so now the next uh, guest that I'm going to be introducing is also a recurring guest on the show. Um, one of the best SoundCloud rappers out there. I mean. <laughs> what the fuck? You are. It's true. I don't know that. Super talented man. Um, Marlon. Oh, I think Marlon. On, on, your guys on, are both on, on brand. brand. I am on You're brand. both on brand. No, um, he's not on brand. <laughs> Probably one of the chillest people I know, and also the cheekiest. I would love to give a warm welcome to Turner Greaves. How you doing, Turner? Hi. Hey, how do you feel about that intro? Uh, it's horrible. Okay. Um, well, how well? How would you introduce yourself then? To well, listeners? I wish I had eight names like Dylan. Yeah, so that'd that be better. that would add to my coolness. But uh, since I'm not it's like debatable. him. I just got Turner Greaves. Oh no. <laughs> what, well, what's your social security you number? Have, uh, it's uh. uh Okay. I'm gonna clink that you know, out that, with T. So with the T. Somebody out there has that social security number. If you have that social security number, call now. Get a free <laughs> gift bag to right. Amazon. Yeah. All right. So just a couple things before we get started. I'm happy to announce. This is just a couple stuff before we get into the topic of discussion. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, first announcement. T for three is now on Spotify and Apple Podcast Votes. That's Wait a it. Second. It's official, guys. So I'm actually going to be putting the link up on my Instagram, on Facebook. So just be sure to check that out. All you have to do is just what's going on with my headphones? There we go. All you have to do is just search up T for three on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and it'll pop up. And if it doesn't, just put Hannah afterwards. And then it's <laughs> bound to so pop exciting. up. That's so exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks. And yeah. now, I'm actually going to have gifts for both of you. Oh, wow. Because to get into the holiday spirit, I'm going to start with you, Dylan. 
Thank you, Hannah. Uh-oh. You really I, have to. I, I got you a tea box set from Hardy oh. & Sons. Oh, my God. I actually love tea and actually drink tea in real life. This is amazing. Nice. Thank I'm you. glad you like it. Yeah, wow. of course. Anytime. Harney and Sons. I, yeah. Should I I should save to open it, or should I open it now? Open it now. Oh, yeah. Shit. For all our deaf... It's got a fancy bow. It's bright for, blue. For all our deaf viewers, the box is blue. <laughs> um, I don't know how to open a ribbon. I got you. I got you. That's I got you. Just thing. like... just uh, Hold on. Oh, wow. It Use your teeth. Use your teeth. Use oh your teeth. It's from Harney and Sons. It's like a bright blue box. It's like the Get size of a... Yeah, so let's see how that... Turner's heart. It's the size of Turner's heart. <laughs> Turner has a really big heart. I have a huge heart. It's a yeah. condition. Oh, no. Oh, oh. wraps nicely. All right. Uh, oh, my God. It smells good already. I haven't even opened it. Oh, my God. It's got chocolate, too. Thank <gasps> you so much, Hannah. Yeah, You're no too problem. Sweet. Anytime. Oh, my God. It's your birthday. I had to get you something. This is beautiful. Whoa. Thank you. I yeah, appreciate nope. it. You're welcome. I'm glad you like it. That is intense. Wow. That is a. That's why I asked what your tea preferences were. That's yeah. a survival guide. This is like an tea. A plus gift. Wow. Hey, glad Thank you like you. it. Nice. And then Thanks. Turner, have a wee thing for you. Hey, can, I don't. There's. I don't know why there's something wrong with my mic, but I feel there's like something... there's something wrong with my mic. I think you're yeah. fine. I mean, it might yeah. just be the fact that you're probably holding my, it and you're probably moving it around a wee bit, which uh, could maybe. give it. It's probably my headset. I don't know what it is. That's weird. Do you want me to listen again? or? No, no, no. Sure? Okay. Yeah. So I got you a wee something. <laughs> I feel like you'd appreciate it. It's uh, Harney and Sons. It's a classic wow. black tea. And then in the back, it also has like a really cool like lion emblem. Oh, yeah. Um, I love lions. You know, I am a... That is my uh, star sign. Oh, you're a Leo. Nice. A Leo. I'm a Leo. So nice. This, this is basically me. Awesome. It's very black know. and slick. It slick, is very yeah? slick. I like it. Now, and I remember you like you said you liked black tea yeah, last the time. Black, so. Yeah, the black tea was black. I mean, good. It was good tea. Yeah, nice. Tea. All right. So, and then before we get started, one more thing. I have. <laughs> okay, one more thing. I actually, I'm doing a gift giveaway for the listeners, folks. Whoa. That's right. This That's is you. for That's you. you. For all of you. Um, so I'm going to be giving away um, a two box uh, tea box gift set from Harney and Sons. It comes in a beautiful green box um, and it has two kinds of tea in it actually. It has the classic holiday blend from Harney and Sons which has a lot of spices in it. It's really good for a wee pick-me-up during the cold season um, and you know the spices can can nip and it goes it, it's it's warm it's soothing i i love it so yeah the first tea that's part of the gift set is the holiday blend black tea with holiday spices and then we i also gifted a white christmas tea so that's a blend of white tea vanilla and almond flavor so all you have to do to sign up for this gift giveaway is just share tea for three on instagram on your instagram story just share. say hey check it out yeah, tag tag the T for three Instagram page in it, yeah. and that's all you would have to do to submit. And I'll be picking a random winner. And yeah, not only will they get this gift box set, but they'll also get a shout out next episode and a hug and a hug and appreciation in our minds. Yeah, but then again, I appreciate all my listeners and a date with both men sitting. We're going to be in a cheerleader costume. Well, no, we're going to be in a date with these two gonna, eligible I'm bachelors be on his shoulders, and we're going to be in a big coat. Yes. And yeah. you know, this women guy next like to me bench, this guy benches 185 next to yeah. me. Yeah. And 
<laughs> yeah. And you guys are going to be like seven foot. You can bind both of yeah, your heights. Well, what women say is tall is better. And we're not that. I love, huh? how, you think, <laughs> I love how you think we're each three and a half feet tall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you get, we're going to be seven feet tall. <laughs> we're going to be six feet tall. Yeah. We're going to get on each other's head. <laughs> I'm so the sorry. The average attractive male. <laughs> all right. So now that we've gotten all of the all the business out of the way, we are going to be <laughs> with these two eligible bachelors. We're actually going to be trying a tea that Dylan gave to me a while back, Woo-hoo. which I just want to say thank you so much. That was so sweet. Yeah, I'm so excited ass. to. Yeah. yeah. All right. So the tea that we're going to be trying that Dylan lo- that Dylan wonderfully gifted me is the Ajiri tea. It's a Kenyan black tea with ginger and has a really cool um, art piece at the front of it that was crafted by a woman that lived in Kenya. So let me just read the description. Um, This award-winning tea is served with the passion of our... Should I read this centrally like I always do? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. This award-winning tea is served with the passion of our farmers. Passion. And infused with the hope of the future. Every tea leaf is hand-picked on small-scale farms in Kenya, bringing you a smooth and strong cup (laughs) <laughs> and also yeah 100% of the profits from this tea go to support orphan education in Kenya so it's for a good cause folks thanks for the background noise guys you're, you're the bee's knees and on that note you're ready to try this bad boy yeah I'm excited it, yeah. All right. we get to try Dylan it's got ginger in it too right yeah I'm stoked I've never had black tea with ginger yeah, no, it's it, the ginger taste is quite because I have tried this before. The ginger taste is quite prominent, but it's great for this time of the year. The, the wee nip. I'm a fan. Oh, um, wow, I love that. I have black tea so much, but the ginger adds so much like, for sure. nuance to it. So, how would you guys do? Well, how would you guys describe the look, the smell, the taste, the feel of this tea? It looks pretty standard, like mm-hmm. yellowish, brownish, blackish, black tea. Yeah. It smells literally like ginger. Like you can mm-hmm. tell there's actually like a substantial well, it amount does, of ginger. It does, it does smell like ginger, yeah. Um, yeah. Taste wise. Oh no. Are you going to roast? Are you going to roast? Are you going to roast this kind of tea? <laughs> I won't know. I feel bad because they donate the funds. So I'm just going to say it's, uh, it's a tea. <laughs> The black tea isn't like doesn't taste like super fancy. Like it tastes like the normal cheap black tea I have at home. Yeah. But I think the ginger really adds to it to that. I agree. I feel like it adds some depth, and it's not for for me when I first tried it. I was like, whoa! But now it's not super overpowering, mm. which I love. Like there's not that it was it was cool to begin with, but it's nice that there's like a level of nuance to a level a level of depth. Um, you definitely taste the ginger for sure. They don't kid around, folks. They don't kid around. Because usually you can smell ginger and then not taste it. They don't fool yeah. around, folks. Right. Um, so how would we rate this tea on a scale from 1 to 10? I'm giving it a solid 7. Me too. I'll give it a 7. Turner, here we go. How would you rate this tea uh, that supports orphan education in Kenya? That's a good point. <laughs> um, yeah, well, because of that. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I- I'd give it... um. Just be honest. It's okay. Uh, on the T scale, uh, which I've created, uh, it's a two. But because of the story backing it and the orphanage, and I love orphanages. Not that they exist, but that they are used mm-hmm. for a good reason. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a ten. 
So that's plus nine. Dylan. Did you just burp? <laughs> this, we're just talking burp? about charity here. We're, we're talking, talking about, about orphan education. Turner Dylan. doesn't drink tea, so you don't have to take into account his opinion. Everyone needs to take my opinion into account. No, for sure. If you're a guest, your opinion matters. My opinion always matters, yeah. even if I'm not a guest. <laughs> I'm the most opinion-mattering person. And this was a one. Sigh. Damn. Well, at least you're honest. Um. All right. So OMG. now. Uh, Lol. 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 So now that we've sipped the tea that ha- happens to support orphan education, which is always an admirable thing, we are going to be uh, spilling the deets on, yeah, just how our year went. This is an ode to 2019, folks. So we're going to get down to the nitty gritty. We're going to be talking about the expectations we had going into this year, whether or not our expectations were met, what we wish we could have done differently, and also what are what, what our standards are for 2020 and what we expect. So, I guess the first question that I have for you guys, let's go back in time. We we see the ball drop, right? We kiss our loved ones. We kiss our friends. What <laughs> Dylan? Dylan and I funny story didn't even that. get to kiss. No, okay, go go go. Sorry. Oh, he I think cheated. I I think I actually know he this one. Yeah. I know this one. He cheated on me. You know, you you ask for a New Year's Eve you, you ask for a New Year's kiss. Some yeah. get it, some don't. Some when you don't, have those when you have it. those expectations well, what were your expectations going into that? You hear, you see the ball drop. What do you what what were your hopes for twenty nineteen? What did you expect? Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I I I didn't really. Uh, sometimes time doesn't really play a big uh, uh, th- structure in my in my life. So like I I didn't really see the ball drop as like a new year, mm-hmm. and I didn't really get to create some resolution or or something to to follow i i did have like body body ideas what were your body ideas you know i wanted to hit like a certain weight mm-hmm. uh and you know look a certain way mm-hmm. was that 160 at the time uh, at that time it was uh 150 oh wow five yeah 155 and now i'm 165 so i blew past that which is nice mm-hmm. um nice but it didn't get me a new year's kiss and I am forever regretful. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I, I didn't even I didn't even go out on New Year's Eve or anything. I didn't I don't I don't remember actually doing anything hmm. uh, that day. I do remember Dylan uh-huh. doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a party. Yeah, I was Cassie's. You know, I was. We were, there. Yeah. we were both there. We were both there. Um, yeah. Well, the story that we hinted at is that I I asked a girl for a, a New Year's kiss and she rejected me. At the time, I was out of it. I had just. I think it was my. It was a year and a day ago, which was my. Yesterday was my birthday. So a year. So it was on my. It was officially on my birthday last, of uh, twenty eighteen. <laughs> That I, like, decided to leave my old school, so I was kind of out of it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, there was, like, most, I feel like most of me at the time didn't really want to. Right. But it was, like, my mom wanted me to, and the finances wanted me to. Hmm. Um, That's tough. Um, so I was out of it. So I don't think I had, like, a clear resolution, except that I knew it was gonna, I was going to have to sort of, like, recreate my life in the city. Well, yeah, I do remember you saying something about getting married to me. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, we could talk about that. That's a good resolution. Let's keep that under the rug and talk about it after the show. You want to keep that under the rug? (laughs) Yeah. I was going to propose on the show. You, you can you can do whatever you want to do. I mean, okay. I, I'm surprised you didn't say let's keep this in the closet. Like, why would you say yeah, under, this would have been fuck, the perfect dude? opportunity? You had a chance for the pun. You said under the rug. There are never any um, guarantees in life. 
Are you saying no before I even get on my knee? I'm just saying. You can oh, Garrett, Garrett knees. <laughs> he never has like too many expectations yeah. in life. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess for it's funny because I was actually at that same New Year's party, and the thing is, well, for me, I had a lot of hope for 2019. Hikey. Um. My. Uh, this was this was coming around a time where my my mom just broke up with her ex mm. was like in my life for six years and played a prominent role and so for me i i, I thought of it as like a fresh start it's my mom and i a fresh start we don't have to deal with this bullcrap anymore i don't know i think for some reason i felt so confined like for so many years so once my my mom and her ex finally broke up it's as if i there was like a new lease of life within me mm. um and i think that was part of the reason why I was so excited for 2019. It's like, there's not as many restrictions. I don't feel the need to like, to please anyone per se. Like I can just do my own thing. Um, and I don't know, I think spending New Year's Eve with a bunch of, with a bunch of pals, um, I just, I, I I felt more hopeful for the future for Mm. sure. Um, I, of course I went into it with the classic like resolution of, Oh, I need, I'm going to work out more. Um, which I guess to an calling me basic Hannah. No. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, yours is like. <laughs> I mean, yours is like a weight goal for me. It was just more, just in general, just becoming more active. Which I think, to an extent, I fulfilled not in the way that I would have liked. Mm. Um, I got a gym membership. It's twenty five bucks a year. That's good. Yeah. Was, I was it the rec center? It was at Astor Levy, which oh, is literally oh, right okay. across the street from Brookdale. Yeah, so yeah. I was, I was super stoked about that. Um, didn't follow through in that regard, but followed through in other ways. Um. But yeah, I think overall I was feeling super duper hopeful. But I I think the question I have for you guys is, did the year pan out in a way that you would have expected? And like, if not... Um, like, well, I, I can answer that. Uh, no, mm-hmm. uh, not even close. Um, I, I, obviously, I didn't have expectations. But um, if I were to be told that this happens like that my life goes down this certain route Mm -hmm. this year i i would have been like yeah bullshit you know like there's no way certain things would be happening to me this year you know uh i don't know it's a lot of uh issues with love Hmm. love is kind of the defining feature and and uh, that's all i talk about in my songs so Mm -hmm. uh love is just kind of uh the the word of the year for me and Same figuring me. out where that love goes and 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 where it went and why it's still there or whatever whatever it may be mm-hmm. so when it comes to like relationships and friendships i would have never guessed certain people would be out of my life and certain people would still be in my life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, am I grateful for it? Yeah, I think I am. I think I think although 2019 went a certain way, um, I am definitely very grateful for how it went, and it and it and it makes me excited for 2020. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I I feel. I think in in the beginning of the year, I uh, was sort of convinced for a while that I didn't really exist. I would talk to this about Turner. I talk about this with Turner a lot. Like that that I shouldn't have an ego, that I should be sort of, and it, it gave me a lot of cool experiences or some cool, like it felt sort of psychedelic, just walking around like, mm-hmm. feeling like a part of the universe and like, yeah. I don't even exist, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, lately I sort of developing a little bit of an ego. So now I'm getting that anxiety about like, who am I? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know who I am. And I, I guess love has been a big theme for me. I feel sort of privately like, um, 
like if I don't know who I am, like how could anybody love me? Mm-hmm. But when I'm actually in the presence of people who I who I love and and who appreciate me, it, it, I feel I feel loved. Plus, when you feel the love of my massive. <sighs> My massive heart. heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yep. it's kind of hard to ignore it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. just like, it's just, it's. It's massive, it's girthy. I can't help but look at your chest. Yeah, my valves. Yeah, I'm just, just like, oh God. Length, like, how can he, you handle such a massive heart? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how I that's how I bench press 185, right, Dylan? Oh, yeah. With my heart. With oh, yeah. Heart. <laughs> how, about, how about you, Hannah? How did the year go? Ooh, geez. Um, not an, I didn't expect it to go the way it went. Like, I did not expect it to go down in the way that it went down. I mean, I think love was a huge theme for me as well, um, especially because I had my first kiss in Paris, no less. I had my first kiss. Um, yeah. <laughs> My first kiss, my my I lost my virginity, had my first relationship, and my first breakup, all within this year, which is just crazy. And I really didn't expect that to happen because before then I was kind of cynical about love. I'm like, I I'm just gonna accept it. It's not gonna happen for me, which sounds ridiculous now. But literally that like earlier in the year, I'm like, it the those expectations are just out the window. It's just not gonna happen. So when all that stuff happened within the span of this year, it's like holy shoot. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I think with love, there comes a lot of pain, too, which I also didn't expect. I didn't realize how painful love and relationships would be for me. Um, and I think that pain kind of defined a lot of this year for me anyway. Yeah. 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 You're yeah. saying 2019 is painful, Hannah. It, it was painful. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. definitely was. So, so you know what that means? means 2020 is going to be the complete opposite because that's totally how life works <laughs> oh absolutely yeah <laughs> and, there, yeah. And, and, and there's no you know you don't stay at the bottom of the hill for long no mm. I, at least so i at least so i hope, yeah, so you hope. Yeah. <laughs> um but like what so what new things because i feel like i discovered a lot about myself in terms of who i am as a person and how i function like did you guys have a lot of self like instances of self-discovery throughout this year and if so like would you mind sharing that with me or sharing that like on the show i mean dylan exists now <laughs> I, I, seriously though like uh, the yeah. conversations we would have where he's just kind of like uh, you know i don't feel like i exist uh, you know i feel like nothing's real in the universe do you feel like that's disassociation more so or do you feel like that's just coming well, to terms with i mean reality? like for me it's like it, for me, it was like I guess it really evolved from listening to Alan Watts lectures. Well, yeah, early. I on, mean, you it's mean. it's not. I didn't mean it literally. It's just like it, it it was like me trying to be like this like this Buddhist monk, and there's this tradition of like the teacher contradicting everybody. Right, but I mean, it was truthful. It was yeah. It, wasn't it was like, but it was like it, it, it was it was it was it was me thinking that everybody in the world always thinks they exist so mm-hmm. much. And so I need to emphasize we also don't exist. Right. But I think it's a good I, I, I think it's a good thing to understand. Yeah. Oh, shit. To understand that that everyone exists. Think think so fully that they exist and to be the guy, you know, like, I mean, I don't I don't feel like I exist. And if that's yeah. truthful, then and so be it. But you definitely uh, moved on from that point. Because yeah. uh, you found more of a path, I believe. I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel on. like I'm not very, uh, not very far on on knowing who I am. Um, I think yeah. I'm more confused than I thought I would be. I think I, uh, coming from acting conservatory in Chicago back to New York City, I, I think I thought I would continue acting, 
It's, and then I had like a bunch of conflicting feelings about it, and also my agent stopped sending me out. So I recently switched agents, but but then I, you know, then now I'm sort of about to do music, so I don't know, I don't really know what I'm doing. But but that was this. I guess music was a discovery. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. I guess in a way though, it's cool to it's cool to not know what you're doing. I don't know. It's scary, but it it's fun. I feel like if you know exactly what you're doing, it's just it's just boring, you know. Yeah, unless unless. You find happiness in doing that. Yeah, fair. That's true. Never yeah. mind. No, certain people just have personalities where they want to be spontaneous or mm-hmm. enjoy the thrill of of the unknown, and, and that's that's cool. I, yeah. I mean, I'm like that. And I, I I'm not in college right now because I don't know what I'm gonna do. And if I did know, I would be in college, and I don't think I would be nearly as happy as I am right now. Fair. So. Did you just make that decision this year? Um, it's, I mean, I'm eventually going to go back to college because it's kind of in my family where we start college or the guy side of my family. It's, we start college and then never go again. Hmm. And I'd rather not be that, the continuation of that. Um, obviously the goal is like acting Hmm. and maybe music, but mostly acting. So... (laughs) <laughs> the fuck is your problem? I'll let man? you slide because you're the birthday boy. You can oh, burp as you. much as you'd like. You want to have a rap even... battle right now? Yeah, I just burp into the microphone. You can't know what I'm about to clone. Because <laughs> I'm me and I'm going to clone my identity. Oh! <laughs> clone my yes. identity. I freaking love that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think for... Ooh, now that was, I think I, I definitely did learn a lot about myself while I learned that journalism is like my primary focus. I learned that I love Arabic because I tried it over the summer and granted I had to withdraw because my grandmother passed away and, and that was kind of a tough time. Um, but I eventually picked it back up in the fall semester and I, I really love it. It's, it's by far my favorite class um, and I'm thinking of either minoring or majoring in it. So I think I discovered that. Oh, great. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, so I discovered that for myself in terms of, like, what I'm into and what I like. Um, I think T for 3 kind of made me realize, like, what I love to do and who I am. I think that oh, was, yeah. yeah, that was kind of a way in which I found myself and I realized, like, what I love to do, which is audio journalism and podcasts. And, right. It's it's yeah. nice to discover something and then also be really good at it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey. And so, and, and that definitely helps you discover it more. Because if you discover something that you like, but then you're not very good at it, then it's kind of hard to keep going down that path and Fair. enjoying it as much as possible. And so you found journalism in that in that mm-hmm. aspect, audio journalism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dylan found could, uh, guitaring. Yes, yeah, classical could, guitar. I could see you being like a New York Times, really? Washington Post. Oh, yeah, you know, Thank the you. liberal scum media. Uh, yeah, <laughs> fucking... <laughs> I hate them. Imagine you were like, oh, I can see you on Breitbart. Um, <laughs> I feel like you'd be really good. Like, maybe you could be sound editing for InfoWars. Wow. Or... <laughs> sound editing. <laughs> Sounds like a fun job. I don't I think like they edit fun. their sound. I think they just, like, make it worse and worse. They, they increase <laughs> the volumes of the people uh, uh, talking that they like and then quiet everyone else down. Yeah, they, get, they get Joe Pesci to just do his jazz singing thing. Yeah, what is that? What? <laughs> what is that? Joe, Joe Pesci, Pesci sings jazz, jazz now. He does? Oh, he does? No he way. Does, yeah. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. That's so does. weird. Huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I would say, so, how did, 
Turner, because you were saying that love was like a defining that. Well, actually, both of you guys said that love was a defining characteristic in in like your year, and it seems that way for like the three of us. But would you mind? Would you guys mind like it kind of t um, like accept not establishing that? But would you mind like maybe expanding. further expanding on that? Yeah, um, thank you. Where should we start? Uh, where should we start? Uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, I mean, this is so. Uh, if you want to go into yeah, it, yeah, I mean. So for you don't three, have to give no, no, no. For three years, I've been. Uh, my dad has been struggling in the hospital, and uh, just recently he passed away. And that—that's what I mean by love. Uh, there's other instances of love, but um, I, I really mean about family and figuring out, you know, love for my dad and and where it went, and then love for, you know, my mother and and what to do with that because she's. You know, she's struggling more than I am because she spent so many years with him, and right. I, 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 I didn't really. Uh, even if I'm 19, I spent 16 years with him, and of those, how many were conscious? You know, yeah. not not many. Right. Um, uh, that's what I mean by by love. And throughout the year, I've been struggling with with that love for him because for three years, man, it, it gets old. You know, to see your father just kind of in the same decrepit positions, it, it gets it gets really old, uh, really fast. And uh, you start thinking guilt in a guilty sense. You start thinking like, I wish he just goes. I <laughs> wish he's just gone. And uh, and you're like, oh, why am I thinking that? Do I love him? Why would I ever think that? And And I've figured out, yeah, you know, if you love someone, you want the best for them. And, you know, for three years. If they're struggling, that's not really the best for them, no matter what. And and he was just stubborn. Hmm. You know, he just wanted to be there for uh, me and my mother, which I respect. Hmm. But eventually he let go. So and I think that's a good thing. And that's what I mean about love. And hmm. and I, I've just decided love is really acceptance. And, and in that sense, uh, you know, uh, romantically, my love has, has also gone down that path where I've just accepted uh, where it is and, and unconditionally loved and, mm. and it's, it's a great feeling to accept it and then just go on that path because there's always, there's always something else out there, you know? For sure. Are you, are you doing okay? I'm sorry to hear about yeah, everything. I'm doing fine. You, you good? Yeah. Okay. That was me saying I'm doing fine. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Um, yeah, and a, and a lot of my friends tell me like, like how do you, boy, how are you going through this, man? What, well, uh, you're just, you're just smiling and stuff through this. How are you making jokes through this? What is your problem? Uh, do people really say what's your no, problem? No, they don't. Okay. They don't. But they're yeah. confused. Yeah. People get confused. And uh, but I've also heard like, you smiling through the pain is 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 like really inspiring and keeps me happy or keeps the other person happy and you know it's not forced smiling i just find things humorous and i go along with it because i've accepted love mm -hmm. yeah you're really strong man yeah you are yeah well i Probably bench 185 so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um there's a whole i remember dylan you brought up a john stewart comment of like comedies pain plus uh, pain with distance oh, yeah. mm. and do you feel like that rings true like that rang true for you in 2019 in uh, terms of not, that? not in 2019 or just in general uh but maybe in 2017 hmm. it was a lot of pain and distance fair uh, uh but i i i i found that that wasn't the funny part I, I didn't. I didn't find any of what I was saying funny hmm. when I added the distance to it. I think. I think the closer you get to it, uh, the funnier it'll get. 
So interesting. So okay. fuck uh, they, you, John. They also sometimes say <laughs> it's not just John Stewart. It's like a it's like a comedy. Uh, quote. Yeah, yeah. They say pain plus time sometimes. Oh, yeah, fair. I think. Oh, yeah, that's that true. rings yeah. true actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- that's what Louis C.K. is doing. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I yeah. Mean, but uh, oh, but may your dad rest in peace. Really, I'm glad he's at rest. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. Same. It's hard to it's hard to go through that for so long. That's right. That's a lot. I, I tell people this all the time because obviously the first step when 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 I tell people what happened, uh, they pity me and 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 all that and um and it's it's and and they never understand why I feel the ways I I do mm-hmm. and and it's really like if if my dad was in the accident and then he died right away, it would have been a whole different story. And the the shock plus the real pain and the distress and the depression would have all combined into one, and and it would have been a horrible, horrible time. But instead, you know, there was always hope for him to live, hope for him to live, and then you watch him struggle for three years, and and in your mind you just break it down. Hmm. You just break it down. You're like, okay, well he's gonna die soon. There's no real way out of this, uh, and and you 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 live with that thought for a while, and it and it sucks. I went through a real bad phase of just thinking about his death. Uh, and I went into a psych ward and everything. And oh, I didn't know that. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, it took a while, but it w- it was not nearly as bad as what it could have been if he just died right away, because mm-hmm. it gave me time to think about it. I tell that people all the t- uh, tell that to everyone because it's it's not the same as when your parent dies right away or your grandparent dies right away with no warning. Yeah. Because the shock for this three years, the shock was there for maybe a minute. And then mm-hmm. you're like, well, yeah, you know, and he's gone and kind of thankful for it, you know? So it's good that you've had time to like process it and come to terms with it rather than deal with all that. Like right. at the same time. Yeah. I feel horrible for anyone who has no time to process their pain. Yeah. I, I, so maybe in that aspect, the, the comedy quote is right. Time is very important mm-hmm. uh, with pain. But yeah. Fair. Yeah, um, yeah. Dylan, like, how did how did love manifest for you this year? And um, also, well, yeah, I wouldn't. Oh, sorry, you go. Oh no, all good. And then also to tie in like the idea of like pain and time. Do you feel like that was a common theme throughout? Um, oh yeah, well, pain and time definitely. I wouldn't say love is a defining characteristic, just because I don't really have like a working definition for love. Oh, interesting. I mean, like, I had a really unhealthy obsession, like that. I can say for sure in like the beginning of, like, yeah, like for for a while, like the first half of. 20 what year are we in 2019 and um (laughs) um, so that and then you know kind of one day i was just walking and i had been trying to will myself to get over this obsession with this girl for so long and it was like it's like it seemed like the most impossible thing and i'm like why i don't get it at all and um one day i was just walking home and it just kind of snapped I think I was listening to Just Like a Woman by Bob Dylan. <laughs> and um, You listen I, to Bob Dylan? I didn't know this. <laughs> and um, it just the, it just felt like the obsession just left me. And um, it sort of relapsed after, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of as if I were on drugs. Mm-hmm. Even though I wasn't. That's what I mean when I, when I said earlier I felt kind of psychedelic. I think I was just in a weird place, like spiritually, like understanding my place in the universe and, and desire really desire but um time has sort of left me like not knowing like because it's hard to find consistent principles to live by you know Mm because you have like so many different experiences that don't really line up so I try to like be humble and not 
know too much about about it because I don't. You know, I'm so young. I hope. I'm getting, old. I'm getting older now. I'm 19. Oh no. Yeah. You have one more year to use that, but I'm a teenager. Excuse. Yeah. So I guess uh, love. I mean, you know, it, it for me now, it's it's just feeling loved by by friends and and family, but really mostly friends lately. I mean, the party last night really. Like, usually I feel pretty bad on my birthday, but that was a lot of fun. And thank you both for coming and having fun. Yeah, thanks yeah, for inviting us. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that's all. Cool. You okay? Yeah. All right. Um, so for me, yeah, I... Yeah, I think... I think for, well, one thing... I think romantic love definitely took it that that was a big thing for me but also like i feel like i got a lot closer with my mom this year because there was a time where you know when my mom was with her ex all the way up to like the end of 2018 we weren't we weren't as close and i feel like i couldn't confide in her as much and we were kind of not super distant like we were we were still relatively close but not nearly as close as we used to be um and i feel like a lot of that kind of came full, full circle in 2019 and i feel like we're the we're they're super close. Like my mom isn't just my mom. She's like my best friend and I talk to her all the time. And, but there was a time where it was primarily like a mother role. Um, so it was kind of refreshing to kind of get back to that place. Um, I, I think love for friends also played a pretty big role, um, in terms of, you know, making new friends, kind of revisiting like old friends that I have or old friendships that I've had with people for so long. Um, and, but I think primary, I think, yeah, romantic love definitely played a role for me. But I, I, like I said before, I didn't realize how painful like love could be. It's, it's, it's nice, but it's also super painful. And I mean, yeah, I, I think during the summer I was super depressed throughout because, you know, I was dealing with my, with my grandmother's passing and it wasn't for me, it wasn't necessarily cause I'm not, I wasn't super duper close with my grandmother, but I was more so worried for my mom. And that was a lot. It was, it was tough to see her like sad all the time um that 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 was that really hurt to see um and also just so dealing with that um i withdrew from arabic because not only because of the funeral but also because i couldn't handle it mentally and i felt like i was on the verge of like a breakdown because we would have five hours of homework a night and that was yeah. super duper stressful um and then also just i caught feelings for someone and it took me a while to get over that and or at least the initial impact of that for me um and i think that was kind of hard so i had a lot to process over the summer was super depressed throughout um and then i kind of things were kind of at an uptick when i started having my first relationship and then when i got dumped on halloween damn that was that was a that was a bad one that was a that was a i think yeah then they got to the point where dishes were pile up for days on end i wouldn't make my bed like well, I was not top normal. of my yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, but I'm usually a very I clean. Can't, can't relate. Cannot relate. No, I'm usually a very clean person. My mom always raised me to be clean. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. when things are all over the place, it's just it's not good. Right, right. Laundry's falling out of my hamper and like. Well, you have a hamper. I have the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not washing my hair. Like I'm letting I'm letting myself go. It yeah. just it wasn't it wasn't good, man. How, often, just do you, how often do you wash your hair? 
Um, okay, in terms of... In ter- <laughs> yeah. What? Are you fucking stupid? Come on, we're having a conversation. <laughs> what is that? She's like, she's like, oh, I, well, I was in a relationship. She just, she just cut her and hair. And then he dumped me on Halloween. Okay, okay, and okay, you're like, yeah, well, yeah. how do you wash your hair? <laughs> what just cut her hair. Do you want, like, is it different now? Are you washing it less or more? Or, or? Um, so actually, with, with, with curly hair and natural hair, you don't need to shampoo, really. You just put conditioner every oh, time. That's, that's what I said. Yeah, so... I said that I don't, I don't really put conditioner in my hair but when i no, i don't put shampoo in my hair but that much um but when i do put conditioner it's usually like two times a week okay gotcha but That's, i got to the yeah. point where i wouldn't even do it that often it mm. would just be like once a week or once every 10 days and that's just not a good look that's not a good look that's also me yeah i'm more like twice a week yeah I'm twice a week <laughs> You're twice a week you wash your hair twice mm, a week in I, the winter I, a little less maybe. i try and wash it every sunday because I know I'm not doing anything Monday, and my uh, hair gets really bad after I wash it. Me too, sometimes. I, yeah. I turn. I I have an afro when I wash my hair. Oh, I need to see it now. I need no. to see photos. No. Why not? No. You see, you see no. my afro for years. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a yours. that was a style choice. Mine is not a choice. It's, a, it's against <laughs> my consent that it turns into that. So. Oh my God. Yeah. Um. Are you gonna finish your ginger tea, Turner? No. Do you want? Can I have it? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um never seen no, i think yeah. i think dealing with the breakup was really hard and i think i i lost sight of who i Thank you. i think throughout i lost sight of who i was as a person um because i've had these, these whole new group of friends because i was i joined quidditch and i play quidditch yeah uh, how does that work without harry potter there oh <laughs> Um, That's well, a serious question. I have no idea how Quidditch works. Um, so we don't fly around, unfortunately. Oh, um, we just sucks. have, you know, we just have like a pull between our legs and we run around. Oh, okay. Which for like guys, I don't know how they do it. They just, they just somehow manage to do it. Yeah. Um, do you have to hold it there? Like, yeah. like how do you catch the ball? You catch it. You, you usually hold the like the pull between your legs and catch with both hands. With and then in terms hands. of throwing, you, you, of course, you throw with one hand. Wow. Yeah, it's um, it's a fun sport. I get to throw dodgeballs at people. Mm. That's great. Okay. Um, I'm a beater, so I just throw dodgeballs at people. It's oh. so much fun. It's my favorite position. Okay. Um, yes. So, but I mean, I think, you know, my ex was immersed in that, and so I just kind of that was kind He's of a, my ex is also part of the Quidditch team, so I just had to like take a break because I was around him all the uh, time, yeah, and yeah. I just it just made me more depressed. Um, team practice got dirty. <laughs> <laughs> no, not like sexual. I just mean like. like no, it uh, did. Like I had a lot of like frustration and, yeah, and rage exactly. and sadness, yeah. and I didn't really know what to do with it. I think all that was hard, but love is just love is painful, man. That's what I realized this year. But I think I did lose sight of myself, and I think once I got my hair cut short, mm. I I feel like I gained a sense mm. of that again. It yeah. felt really good. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. Yeah, and you're cutting ties. Yeah, literally. Yeah, that's what mm. it felt like yeah. for me. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, especially since. I, I don't know if you guys have like a, defi- a certain like feature that defines who you are like physically. For me, it was my hair. Uh, Dylan's five six. <laughs> I was gonna say my eyes. <laughs> you do have really lovely eyes. Um, Thank you. No, yeah. So I think it's just hard to see them sometimes. They're always so low to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so no. um, the guy who's like half an inch taller than him. I'm almost five foot seven for the record. Oh, okay. really? Wait, Wait Turner, how tall growing? are you? I'm five ten. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Have you been growing? No, it's always been like that. It's always been the like doctor that. said that. I disagree. <laughs> T- Tess is like your height. Tess is like five five. 
I don't know, man. But isn't she wearing like heels? Was she wearing platform? No, she wasn't. She was just wearing. No, she wears Vans. She wore Vans. I mean, now that we're actually <laughs> towards, now that we're towards the end of the year, like, mm. what have you guys been reflecting on throughout? Like, yeah, like now that we're towards the end, we're at the end of a decade. We're at the end of a year. Like, what have you been? How? What have you guys been thinking about? Um, reflecting about. I've been thinking about uh, the Yankees not winning a World Series. Oh yeah, so frustrating, That's so fucking horrible. I I just rewatched so the DJ LeMahieu two run oh, game yeah, time down right in, the right field. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. In the top, that was the massive. Nine. And then Chapman gives up that homer mm-hmm. to Altuve on that slider the, outside. Oh my well, god! But it's such bullshit, man. First off, how how as Altuve do you expect him to throw two sliders back to back? And he's well, a fastball pitcher. It was a pitcher. hanger. It, the first one was a hanger, and the second one was a <laughs> hanger. But you'd think, oh, if I throw the slider and it's a hanger, I'm not going to throw that again because my, my slider doesn't have slide to it. And, I mean, and then he expected it. It was brilliant. Altuve I, expected the slider and banged Maybe it they were cheating, as they do. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking I, more I so. I believe that, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking more so about, like, your life journeys. But... Oh, and the Lakers. <laughs> the, the Lakers. Lakers. Oh, my God. Let's talk about them, Lakers. The Bucks destroyed the Lakers. Oh, let's so not talk hard. about that. Oh, my God, we're just, guys. We're just going through a rough patch. Our shooting's down. You're... The New York Knicks. The Knicks. No one talks about the Knicks. I love the Knicks, though. No, you don't. The mess. I do. You don't watch the Knicks, so you can't love the Knicks. If you watch the Knicks, you wouldn't love. The I Knicks. love them through loyalty. Okay, I'm loyal. They're they're they're. That's the only way home, the Knicks have home, any fans. They're homegrown. The Knicks have. <laughs> what was the question? My go- my question actually was about your life journeys, and now that it's towards the end of the mm. year, well, it's the end of a year. It's also the end of a decade. Like, what have you guys been thinking about? Yeah. In terms of growth, in terms of regrets. Oh, actually, do you have any regrets from this year? That's a good question. Yeah, I regret the Yankees not winning all the way. I meant your life journey. Yeah, <laughs> um, Go ahead, Noah. Your life journey. Oh, that's tough. You yeah. know, uh, I regret like not making not making a solid choice earlier and just sticking with it and just full on doing it. You know, just jumping into what I want to do. I, I regret. Vague. I regret the hesitation, hesitation about like, what? do I act or oh, okay. do I try this classical guitar thing? Or like, you know, do I try to go back to acting school? You know, it's like, I regret not knowing what I, like, not just trusting my gut and knowing what I want and going for it. I think that's what people should do. Mm. And I think if that means you have to, like, work extra hard, I think you should do it anyway. Um, you know, but I don't, like, follow my own, I need to follow my own advice, right. maybe. Yeah. Um, for me, I just, uh, I think I played this decade well. Nice. I think I think I perfect chess moves, uh, perfect knight and c4 positioning. Right, Dylan? Is that how chess is? Oh yeah. no! Oh yes, chess references. <laughs> I thought you were making a video game reference. No, no, no! I think I played it perfectly. Though. I thought that was I, a I, reference I, to like languages because no, that's no, how they leveled them out. No. It's a level, b level, and c level. No, I. Uh, I have no. I have no regrets. That's good. Wow. I, I've, I'm very confident with... Am I confident with my future? No. Am I confident with the present? Yeah. I've, I think I've done really fine. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah you've done That's great, man. That's a rare thing to say for yeah. people to not have regrets. Yeah, That's I kinda, awesome. Yeah, I kind of just... Uh, well, I, the, the more I think in the present, the less I uh, really imagine I'll have regrets because when you, when you think of regrets, you think of the past. And also mm-hmm. the future, all at the same time, because you you think, oh, in the future I could make a better decision than I did in the past, and, and I don't. If I don't think that way, 
because I'm so uh, always trying my best to be in the present, mm-hmm. then I don't feel like I'll ever really have regrets. I've thought um, of, I've thought of like fifty more regrets just listening to you talk right now. Yeah, yeah same. <laughs> I have a bunch of regrets, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I regret getting to a place with you know with that like obsession I had, where like where I sort of learned to hate a part of myself because it just didn't make any sense to me and it was mm-hmm. it was like socially unacceptable and like like it began it began to feel like morally like corrupt like I was wrong. Is this person your sister? <laughs> I don't want to like you know, no, don't yeah. We do don't want to put her on blast. Yeah, Suzanne, um, Suzanne Farkin, or like if you're talking, to, wait, finding it's, Mrs. Marshall. But, it's your wait, sister. finding Sarah Marshall. But, Sarah Marshall. But Dylan, I don't want you to feel as if you're censoring yourself. So if you want, I could put a teaspoon clink for a name. <laughs> No, I do. Cool. I do cool. do that because yeah, no. I don't want you to feel like you have to. I'm censor sort of yourself. used to censoring myself. I've had to talk well, about yeah, it so much. And also, like the, none of it is needed. Uh, yeah, it's like so. It's so like childish and petty. The, the, but, but I, you know, I, 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 I have to crawl out of this hole I have where I, I talk down about this like genuine part of myself that yeah, is mm-hmm. obsessive. Yeah, you're a fucking idiot. You know, like I haven't accepted that part of myself because I just find it clashes with me like living my life. I yeah. just find that it like. Mm-hmm. Ruins my way of life. Yeah, but that's what it, that's that's also what I mean when I say I don't have any regrets because I look back on those moments where I may have been uh, a little bit too vulnerable or too stupid in that moment, but I take it as my own path and it's gotten me to where I am now. And mm-hmm. I, there's that's nothing good. I can regret because uh, who knows? It's all hypotheticals. Who knows what I would be if I did something else in that moment or thought of it in a negative light? Mm. I think everything is is played well by most people unless you like kill someone or like yeah i guess sexual assault yeah yeah then you could have probably done something collusion with russia obstruction of congress abuse of power power. quid pro quo (laughs) which is not that didn't happen though i don't know about the they'll get him one day quid pro quo (laughs) well all you know all all presidents have been acquitted when whenever they've been impeached so he's 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 just another impeached president which is Awkward. Good thing. Awkward. <laughs> um, that's it's. I think for me, I'm actually. I I kind of agree with you, Dylan. I think one of my. I have a lot of regrets, but I'm not gonna list all of them because that would be a, a four hour long episode of two for three. So, <laughs> I think the main. Um, the main regret. One of the main regrets that I have is definitely beating myself up for feeling certain things or having certain emotions because. I mean, granted, I'm a I'm a pretty open person, and I do share how I feel, but I don't like to show how I feel in public because, in terms of like the negative emotions, like I don't like to cry in front of people, I don't like to express anger in front of people, because then I just beat myself up about it and feel embarrassed for not having distance from those emotions. Um, and I find that I've been doing I've been, I have been doing that a lot this year. There's instances where I cried in front of people and felt super embarrassed about it. Because I'm supposed to be strong. I'm not supposed to be crying in front of people. I'm too old for that bullshit. Or like, so I would tell myself, which is it's clearly not true. But that's what I would tell myself. Um, and then I, I noticed um, when I was part of the Quidditch team and I was dealing with my own like kind of depressed state, um, I wouldn't take I wouldn't like handle that in the best way. Or I would get um, I would get frustrated on pitch, or I would get on the field, or I would have to go. I would have to take myself out of gameplay, and I'll just be crying by myself. And I think I would just get, and I would beat myself up for that even more for having those feelings. And I just got so bad. Um, I think that's one of my main regrets, and also just not being 
open and honest with people enough because I got into the habit of that like the latter half of the year in terms of being honest with people telling them how I feel and being totally transparent um but you know there's a time where I was too afraid to do that and I felt like I don't know I think it would have made everything a lot easier if I would just have been transparent with people from the get so I think that's definitely a a few regrets that I have Hmm. um yeah and I guess it's just a matter with I mean acknowledging it's one thing but it's like dealing with that's a whole other thing were you actually like not do you have like a sense that other people didn't receive your communication or that you didn't take the steps to do your part in effectively communicating to them you know what i mean um do you feel like it's necessarily on you because you know it's it's you know it could be also that people didn't want to receive what you were saying to them I think it's a wee bit of both. I think during the latter half of the year, like I knew I was super open. That was when I was super open, open, my words, and honest with people. Opium. I was super opium and and heroin with people. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take that out. No, I was super, I felt like, yeah, the latter half of the year, I was super open and honest with people. Um, And I felt like a lot of times they just didn't receive it. I think, yeah, earlier in the year, there was a time where I didn't really speak up for myself enough and you know, people would say things to me and I'd be like, uh-huh, yeah, but not really, I wouldn't tell them how I felt in the moment or like, hey, I don't like that or, oh, that was kind of hurtful to me. And so I think those are instances in which I regret not being open with the person, with a bunch of people, actually. Mm. Um, I don't know. I realize how difficult it is. It's hard to be open with people. I've just gotten used to it, but it, it's hard for sure. Um, yeah. it's, it's something that you pra- you practice, though, as well. Like to to get better at being open with people, you have to practice it. Not fair. That's true. And that's what I did throughout high school. I took high school as that kind of experience to that's good to focus on being open with people. Because I, I I in middle school I was really bad at at eye contact and just mm. like caring about people. And so in high school I kind of took that as like all right time to focus up and and try and be a vulnerable person. Mm-hmm. And all you know all I would do is just do it every day be honest and just look people in the eye and try and be as open as i possibly can and it's hard for sure but as you keep doing it it gets it's getting gets much easier you know so that's true that's 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 yeah Mm -hmm. i feel what's what like what's cool about like our age Mm -hmm. is that we've known like it's almost like we've how do i say this we've known other grown-ups almost for a long time like we've developed like long-term friendships you mm-hmm. know in different kinds of relationships with other grown minds and souls and people you know yeah <laughs> yeah like, like you know i feel like it's like you're gonna be looking back on these days like oh those are the glory days yeah yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> when, when we knew all these people who were so cool right it's weird i still think about that now with high school like I'm like, oh, the glory days, like with yeah. my with my lunch crew, yeah. with Cassie, I, with I Eve, with Gabby, yeah, yeah. 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 When I, whenever I, I say I liked high school, people always get upset at me. Like, no, <laughs> I, I thought it was a chance to always be around people you cared about and that were really cool. And yeah. in normal life, you don't really get to just hang out with people for eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. It's not really how. Yeah, life we were works. so lucky to be doing arts. Yeah, yeah. it was like yeah. so lucky. Yeah, yeah, so lucky. For sure. Um, I was going to ask you guys, so what, like, what, what do you, what do you feel like you've accomplished personally in, in 2019? It could be like, 
it could be a physical thing or like it could be a tangible goal it could be like an intangible goal within yourself but like mm. what do you feel like you've accomplished this year um uh well considering i went through a lot of phases of uh like avoidance and uh which is this is gonna come off as so vague basically when i was in the psych ward i was very scared of the idea of death Mm. and uh during that time it was it was a really bad time for me i just was not happy i couldn't connect with people i felt really disassociated um that's rough and because of that though once again i i take that as a really great thing to happen to me so early as well to be honest um because of that i i feel like i've matured like a lot i feel like i am a completely different person sim- simply since then and that was the summer hmm. you know um basically only talked to dylan at that time as well i didn't really have mm-hmm. anyone else to talk to mm-hmm. and uh but now as i've as i as i feel like i've developed like i said acceptance has come in and, and acceptance is was the complete opposite of where i was in the summer where i was avoiding any kind of acceptance and since I since I've developed that, I feel like I've I've uh, worked itself into uh, normal life, where I accept kind of everything mm-hmm. with anyone, w- with whatever they say. So I feel like um, that's I th- I feel like I've grown like a lot over this past year. I feel like and and I've had people tell me that, so it's not like I'm just looking in the mirror like, hey. Yeah, you know, I'm a grown man now. <laughs> but I I do feel like um I don't know, my mind is thinking less convoluted. I, everything is kind of in simplistic terms That's for good. now, which is uh, helpful and it helps with writing. So okay. I feel like my writing has grown substantially, especially in the past few months. Um and I've just been working my ass off. I make a I'm I every day I wake up and I write and then I go to I go home and I write and then I go to sleep, and uh, I've been trying to release music as as fast as possible. So in those aspects, I feel like I've grown uh, substantially. So yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, and it shows that you put in the work too. Your songs are awesome. So thank you. Absolutely, yeah, don't yeah. ever if you ever doubt it, like don't. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Excited on the subway. I'm gonna listen to the new one that you've dropped yesterday. I think Ten? you've already heard it. Yeah. Oh, it was the one that you showed me. Okay, it's the, you showed well, it's me the freestyle one. Is it lipless? No. Oh, oh, no, it's the freestyle one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, for me, like an appreciation of beauty. Mm. Like I just find people so beautiful. Oh. <laughs> and I, I love like uh, like listening to people. Um, I used to sort of be not completely, but a, like sort of a loner. But now, like, I feel like the luckiest, like, guy in the world with the friends I have. And, like, I, oh. I, I, like, I love the shit out of the friends and the people I know. Is this a thank you for the dildo I bought you? Yes. <laughs> and right, the guitar. Turner got me a guitar case because I'm always, like, in the rain, I'm always putting a poncho over my guitar case and carrying that on my shoulder. But he got me a weatherproof guitar oh, case. It's weatherproof. It's amazing. That, that's yeah. a super thoughtful it's gift. Like a, it's, and it's for classical guitar, too. It's yeah. not, yeah. Yeah, because I, I ain't no dummy. Yeah, and it's got a dildo in it. Yeah, it has <laughs> a dildo in it. Um, yeah, but yeah, but I feel, yeah. Flesh so I, I feel yeah. like, um, yeah, being more open Six with inches. people. Uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> uh, I think that was most of what I want to say. Just that, like, beauty. I have, like, an overwhelming 
appreciation of how beautiful people are and it's also like music like sometimes i just can't contain myself sometimes i feel like it's like scary to confront how much i love beauty you know and how you know so like you start crying yeah like i'm almost start, you know and you know it, it's like it's almost what makes me depressed when i am depressed that i that i mm. feel like i was listening to this uh lecture by this um I forget his name, but he's he's a guy who like advocates for mushrooms and stuff. Oh, uh, is it Richard drugs. Leary? No, I don't think so. I can find it on my phone a, a little. Because he was I... an LSD advocate during it... the counterculture days more in the sixties. Mushrooms guy, but he was saying that you know um, we have a problem, and he was talking about really with trying drugs, but you could apply it to anything. We have a problem confronting nature alone, and you know mm. going into it alone. And that, uh, you know, nobody really wants to do it by themselves. And that's sort of how I feel with appreciating beauty, whether it be like music or when I see a play, that it's it's so overwhelming. And I, I don't know how to, you know, like live like a practical, like a daily life and also carry this like insane love inside my heart. Mm-hmm. It's it's scary. I guess you're the one with the big heart and it's not even me. Yeah. No, you, you have just as big as heart, maybe more. Oh. Uh, you want to compare sizes? <laughs> Should I get out a ruler? <laughs> no, no. You never use rulers. It's always eye test. Always right. eye test. Always or else, or else you get depressed if you use a ruler. His oh, name okay. is Terrence McKenna. Oh, I've never heard Terrence of him. McKenna. Terrence McKenna. Um, McKenna. Yeah, I think for me, in terms of, I mean, love and romance stuff aside, because that could take a long ba- that could be on the back burner for a long freaking time um i mean i got my first internship that was really cool <laughs> worked in- <laughs> Thanks. Um, working for the fortune society yeah, interning there um it's a non-profit that helps formerly incarcerated people like reintegrate themselves back into society it's really cool that's great um so i've been writing blogs for them i'm starting a pot i'm helping the founder of the of the of, yeah, of the Fortune Society start his own podcast, so I'm working on that, yeah. and hopefully, <laughs> and you're gonna and get so, a title soon, right? Yeah, they said, yeah, mm. so they say, so I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, <laughs> so there's that. Um, I guess starting that starting T for three, honestly, I would say that's been my biggest my biggest accomplishment this year because yeah. I never had to like. It's weird. I never really asked anyone for advice on it. I never was like, "Hey, is this a good idea for me? Idea for me to do?" I just like freaking. I went to B and H. I'm yeah. like, "Hey, what do I need to start a podcast?" And I just, just I just randomly it. did it on a whim. That's but great. I think it's the best. I think it's best. I think it's one of the. It's the thing I'm most proud of. Like it's my baby. And I yeah yeah. I don't know why I'm too. getting emotional about it, but no, I. I don't know. I, I think I'm so sad. I'm so happy that I started it. I feel like that's really been my saving grace throughout the year. Like despite, like despite the up and down roller coaster of emotions, despite feeling depressed, like for having a couple bouts of that. Like I still, I don't know. I felt like that really carried me through. Was was T for three. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's that's definitely my my biggest accomplishment for sure. That's um, great. Thanks. Awesome. No, and I'm and I'm glad you guys are on the show, and I'm just I'm just happy that this that this yeah that, that makes it makes makes me feel even more honored to be on the show that, that yeah, the show means so much to you. Yeah, you guys are you guys are awesome. But um, I was going to I was going to ask you guys. So, um, oh, it actually, in terms of other things I accomplished, I don't know. I think I'm more. I think I can look at my emotions more so at from a, like at 
as an observer rather than like being the thick of it. Like I could easily look at my emotions like it's a petri dish and be like, I'm feeling this, that, and this. And I feel like I could like I don't know, I could easily identify that more so. I feel like I'm more in tune with myself. Um I kind of I've been sh- I've been trying to shed like bad habits, which is I think in and of itself, like even trying anything's an accomplishment. So I don't know. I think cutting my hair made me realize that for sure. Especially because yeah. that I to think about the fact that like that hair like grew all throughout high school. Like I'm carrying dead weight. It was mm-hmm. nice to just like mm-hmm cut all that shit off yeah. um but i guess for in terms of 2020 you know hindsight's 2020 you know crystal clear vision we're rolling into a new decade um <laughs> what do you what do you what do you guys expect 2020 to be like what are your hopes for it are you setting any new resolutions for yourself or you want me to start this time you looked at me like you wanted me to start no, I don't, so I don't touching. Know. <laughs> um, you can start if no, you want. Do you want to start? Okay, I'll start. Um, I kind of want to. This is the first thing that popped in my mind, and I forgot about this. That I was thinking about this for a while. I want to know, like, what kind of father I'll be. Interesting. <laughs> in twenty twenty. Yeah, in twenty twenty, bro. <laughs> I realized I, w- I I did think about that a lot in twenty nineteen. Like, what do I want my kids to do? Like, what do I want to teach my kids? And how do I want to guide them? And like, what is my relationship with my wife going to be like? Or or or, or just my, my husband, uh, female partner. <laughs> yeah. What's your um, relationship with Turner going to be like in 2020? Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> um, that's awesome. Going to end it right on the first. Okay, no. let's do it. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, but it, I think really what that is about is like discovering what kind of man I want to be. Interesting. Um, okay. Like in the world, which make which means sort of making a decision about a career that I'm going to go after. Even hmm. if it's not like a decision about I have to completely identify with this one thing. It's like something that one thing that I'm going to go after mostly. Um, and I, I think that also has to do with confidence and my confidence has gotten a lot better since like the beginning of 2019. That's good. Um, yeah. Yeah. What kind of father do you think you'll be? Uh, that's tough. I don't know. Like, like the normal shit, like, like playing with them. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) That's kind of a stretch, man. Um, no, but I want to be like, also like sort of strict too. Like I want to like really like give them, I want them to like have music lessons early. I don't want them to be on phones too much. I want, I want to like give them good habits, you know, cause it's really about giving good you know i'll give decent advice i'm okay at advice but it's really you're about, really like, good at advice really what are you about, talking i want to be like strict with their habits but also really loving like strict in like a fun way like you know <laughs> uh, yeah i don't know that's good so is that your goal for is that like the expectation I think you have I, for 20 i started thinking about it a lot after i saw marriage story that's such a good because it really hit <laughs> really hit and hey 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 other people have been saying yeah, it's yeah. amazing too. Oh, it's great um it really hit a note about like my parents and reflecting on the nature of families mm-hmm. and um yeah so it made me think about that fair yeah cool nice how about you turn i don't know like i said i don't really think about the the future or the past mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wow um, I becoming guess, sort of me, like from yeah, right. Ago. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, you know, I well, what I hope for, I can say that. I mean, obviously, I hope for success, <laughs> mm-hmm. but that's kind of about it that's as far as it goes. Hmm. Do you, mm-hmm. like just success in like all aspects of your life? Or are you yeah. looking at any like just general success? What does success mean for you? It could mean uh, happiness that I've created on my own 
Nice. Uh, it could mean uh, through depend, uh, independence is what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could mean being an actor. Hmm. It could mean being a musician. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, that's that's pretty. Uh, you know, just uh, I, those are just things that would make me happy, and happiness is the success. Is that's that's all. Great. I'd love to grow an inch or two. That's like. <laughs> In what area? Like my height. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking about your heart. He he thought I was talking about my penis. Yeah. I, I, I didn't <laughs> think that. Well, whenever you speak, I just think of your penis. I mean. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You think you could? You think you could grow? I think I can maybe get a, you know to five eight. Oh shit! <laughs> Holy shit! That's intense. Yeah, it'll be. I'll be out of everybody's oh, league. Yeah. So is it just like? <laughs> if you hit five eight, you, I hope I hit six. How would you grow five? Because like I know there's surgeries in which people just oh, like shit. break the bone and like expand no, it. He's a got time. You're pointing holes in my theory. He's still got two years. All guys still have two years to grow. Oh, I think fair. I'm like a, probably a late bloomer. I think I was a late bloomer. Like there's a there's supposed to be a few growth spurts. You know. Oh, fair. And I think I've usually been late on them. I think yeah. so. Fair. Never know. Yeah, you never know. I, I'm, I'm hoping I'm I hit hopeful. six foot. Yeah, it's not. Gonna yeah, well, I'm hoping I hit you. five. <laughs> <nine>. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think. God, for me, yeah, I don't. It's hard to have expectations. Um, I just hope that, because like they say, hindsight's twenty twenty, and I know it's super cliche, but I really just hope that it's a year of clarity for me. That I'm not left wondering that things aren't too confusing. I don't know. I hate being confused. I hate not knowing. So I just think if it's a year of clarity, that would be great. Um, also, I just hope I continue to like sustain personal growth in terms of finding what I like, what I don't like, what I need to work on within myself, like how I'm feeling in a moment. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I also I still want to be more athletic. I want to get better at Quidditch because like my beater strategy is not it's not god tier man maybe like maybe like it's like it, it's not novice but it's like it is still beginner so it'd be in, intermediate maybe no wait. that's too that's too far maybe between maybe in between beginner and intermediate <laughs> um yeah i guess i would love to yeah grow in in that regard too in terms of i don't know i think if i put my mind to something like i want to i want to get better at it um yeah. so i guess getting better at that um getting better at podcast stuff and t for three and terms of editing in terms of like episode format that sort of thing um yeah i guess it's just a lot of it i think it's good to it's good to set goals but at the same time like there's that fine line between setting goals for yourself well it's at the same time like you know seeing too far into the future so much so that you're not in the present and i think it's hard to like figure out the balance but do you have you figured out that balance or like i think one thing one thing people always say about like setting goals for yourself is you should have like selective focus like you should have a few not a lot but a few specific goals Mm -hmm. that are concrete that you know that you can actually stick to right like on a regular basis rather than having like all these lofty ambitions for your to change your life fair point all right so i guess yeah just a final question like if you could just take because we did talk about a lot in terms of the year 2019 if you could just sum it up in one sentence or or one le- or just one lesson for the listener for the listeners out there like what how would you encompass your year 2019 in one sentence acceptance like i said 
acceptance. It's redundant. It's, it's there, so that's kind of go for it. <laughs> go for it. Go for it. <laughs> um, what? Go for it. What do you mean go? That's yours. That's, that's his lesson. What are you fucking? Go for it. Go for what? <laughs> it. You know what it is. Uh, I do know what it is. Oh no! He's, talking, you, he's huh? talking about yogurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you were gonna make another penis joke. No. Um, I would say for me, wait, God, that's a that's a tough one for me. There's there's a lot that I've learned. I mean, I think it's it seems obvious, but just like putting putting your health first, mental health, physical health, self care is important. Um, I think I, geez. I think I kind of neglected self-care until the very end of this year, but I think it's just, I don't know. I think self-care is super important and bettering your mental health and doing what you need to do to feel happy and content within yourself. A guy told me at uh, the party yesterday, he he was talking about that you have to listen to your body Mm -hmm. and that like a lot of like, like the media and like movies and, and the phone uh, or like the radio, like it sometimes keeps you from listening to what you're like the because because we always have a voice inside of us that's sort of telling us mm-hmm. it's wanting something or telling us what to do. Yeah, and he says sometimes he just shuts off the radio, you know, even if the music is ju- good, just to listen to himself. But that mm. was that was good advice. That's deep. All right. Um, and on that note, so Dylan Turner, thank you so much for Woo-hoo! coming on the show. Yeah. I know this was like a this was a pretty intense topic. Because a lot no, has happened was, in our it years. It was fun too. It was a good topic. We lightened yeah. it up. So yeah. We, yeah, uh, with all the with all the dildo jokes. Um. <laughs> yeah, they're not jokes though. <laughs> it sticks to your wall. You know that you could back up into a kind H- of thing. H e l p. P l s o m g lol. All right, and um, yeah, and on on that note, this is tea for three, where we sip the tea and spill the deets. Thanks for listening. Bye, y'all, and happy holidays. Woo!